With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome everyone to the next episode of the Gamers Basin Podcast. Now, first and foremost, I just want to give out a quick um, apology and excuse me for releasing this episode a little bit late. I know in the last episode, I just had to announce that we're going to be switching over to a Monday, Wednesday, uh, Friday schedule. And um, I'm a little late on the uploading, but rest assured that going forward, all the uploads are going to be around uh, uh, scheduled for about 6 a.m. Um, Easter Standard Time. So that's going to be about 3 in the morning for Western Time. Um, but that's going to be fine for Pacific Standard Time. But that's going to be fine because that just means it's you guys can access uh, the podcast a little bit earlier. So that being said, let's go in and talk about some news for Nintendo. Now, Nintendo has uh, said that they're going to be coming out with the new Hatsune Miku game, Project Diva Megamix. Um, it's going to launch on the Switch on, on in May. The free demo is now available. So you guys can go ahead and check that out. Um, in my honest opinion, it is definitely a great rhythm game. If you guys like rhythm games, definitely check it out. I'm a fan of rhythm games. I just got Rocksmith. Today, it was on sale on Steam for about $8, so I said, why not? And I've got a guitar hung up on my wall. Might as well play it during these times where I'm at home. Um, let's continue with some of the quotes that came from the announcement of this game. Now, the digital pre-orders are available now on Nintendo Switch. Is eShop for uh, the base version. It's going to be $39.39. Um, and the Mega Pack is going to be $59.99. Now, the Mega Pack comes with six DLC songs packs, and each uh, pack is going to be containing six songs for a total of 36 additional songs. Now, quick fun fact, um, $39.39 is pronounced Miku Miku in Japanese. I didn't know that. Um, Miku Miku is the name of the game, Project Miku, I guess. So, I, I didn't know that. Um, that was the way you pronounce it in Japanese, and you learn something new every day. Um, let's continue with the quote. And after the game launches, the six DLC packs in the Mega Pack will also be available individually for $6.99 each, or in a bundle containing all six packs. Um, it's going to be $29.99 for that. Now, all pre-orders come for come with a four come with four songs. Um, come with a four-song theme song DLC pack. Try saying that three times fast. They come with a four-song theme. Four song theme song DLC pack containing playable versions of these of the theme songs from previous Project Diva titles. For anyone who misses out on the pre-ordering, uh, the theme song DLC pack is going to be available for free for all players beginning June 12th. So go ahead and copy yourself a copy of that. Um, let's continue on with some rest of the news, and then we can maybe talk about a little bit of the rhythm games. Now, Nintendo Life had an interview with um, some. Uh, developers and uh, some founders of some some studios and they wanted to know how the COVID-19 situation has affected them with their video games because we definitely know that it's been impacting various industries in different ways. Now Nintendo Life had posed the question how has the COVID-19 pandemic affected your work work day 
and uh, Gavin Price, the studio director and co-founder of Platonic Games. You guys may have know, known the studio for ukulele. And uh, he responded by saying, it's affecting them massively so, and probably very similar to how people all over the globe are being affected. Mechanically, getting everyone into a position to work from home was the simple part for us. We do allow staff to work from home already when it when it helps them with their work-life balance. However, extra steps required to communicate successfully and critically for a game developer, the ability to collaborate is massively slowed down. Uh, work can provide some temporary relief and focus away from the pandemic and working remotely. We've learned how to communicate and express our ideas in new ways, which, in, which is a small positive amidst these challenging times. Um, then they also posed the same question to Ashley Ringrose, the founder of SMG Studios. Um, you guys might have known that studio for the game Moving Out on the Switch. Now she responded by saying, For me and many of the team who are parents, we're now dealing with the combination of work and homeschooling and slash entertaining kids. Luckily, we don't have any huge deadlines, so we can be much more flexible. So it's a normal work day broken up by lots of parenting time. Moving Out is done, and we've been working on polishing and social content uh, and minor fixes here and there. As a manager of people, it's going to be tough to keep everyone motivated in the long run. SMG is, is in a good position and we're doing some great work right now, but I do miss the face-to-face -face interactions. I miss going to lunch with them. Now this virus is definitely affecting us in different ways. And you know what? That was a very sweet message to all of your workers, um, Ashley Ringrose. I'm sure everyone at, uh, everyone at SMG Studios really enjoys your leadership. Um, let's go on and continue. Uh, to one piece of news that I found very interesting. I, I, I wouldn't even really call it news. I just say it's more of a, a happening. Um, someone really did something really interesting, and someone had made the Super Mario Odyssey on the engine that ran Super Mario 64. Now, that sounds kind of crazy. I really recommend you guys go on YouTube or um, just check out on social media in general what, what that looks like. Uh, it's definitely interesting for sure um, to see not Mario 64, how Mario 64 would look like if it would run with the upgrade of the Super Mario Odyssey, but instead, the other way around. Super Mario Odyssey, how does that look like when you downgrade it and run it on the Nintendo 64? Um, and Nintendo 64 look asset-ish kind of things, and it's definitely worth taking a look at. Um, would Would it have been just as great? Maybe. Maybe it look, definitely looks uh, looks interesting. So give that a shot. Check that out. Um, surprisingly, today um, today's episode is going to be a little bit short just because we don't really have any Microsoft news. Um, I've been scouring the internet all, all day to see what news I can bring to you guys, but I really can't find anything today. I'll be keeping my eyes more peeled, see if I can follow more people in the uh, in in the media sphere when it comes to reporting all this news to see if I can curate some things for you guys. But as of right now, I couldn't find anything really worth um, telling you about Microsoft today. So hopefully we can find more things later throughout the week. Now, I just wanted to address that real quick because I do know that doing three days a week is going to be uh, a little bit tough for a news uh, source just because there's not much news out there for video games all the time so there are going to be some dry periods uh, where we're not going to have much to talk about but that's going to be fine we can branch out and talk about different things i've always mentioned that i wanted to give you guys a review of some nautica and some games that i'm playing right now um and then we could we could definitely talk about that so um fear not the content is going to be there 
uh, you guys have to stick with me as we get better and better and we continue to grow and grow so we have more to listen to more to talk about and more to participate in so let's continue with uh, Sony now this is really cool uh, Sony came out well I shouldn't say Sony specifically but it is Sony related there has been a uh, $1,900 that's right $1,900 $1,900 a, a Death Stranding jacket that was released um, and it sold out instantly um, take a look at that jacket. Uh, look it up online. It's definitely weird. The jacket looks like a normal run of the mill jacket. Nothing crazy. Nothing like a small windbreaker. But then it comes with like a little thing for, for your BB in, on your chest. Um, that's the part that looks kind of weird. And I don't think people are going to be wearing that much often. Maybe those, maybe cosplayers. Yeah. But um, I think it's more of a collector's item. Um, unless you don't wear the front, the front pocket. Uh, with the front pocket BB holder, and you just wear the jacket. The jacket by itself looks pretty dope. Check it out. Um, but again, just that that BB thing in the front, I wouldn't really recommend it, um, especially for one thousand nine hundred dollars. Holy smokes! Um, try it. Just look at it. Look at it. Um, fortunately, it is uh, out of stock, so you guys don't have to worry about spending a third of your uh, of the money you can you can throw into a Roth IRA. Uh, <laughs> but that's a topic for another day. Now, four more. Uh, let's continue with Sony news. This is going to be a little bit interesting, a little bit strange because I know it comes with a little bit of politics, but there's a lesson behind it, and that's why I wanted to tell you guys about it. Former White House press secretary blamed China after getting bamboozled over a bootleg PS4 controller. Okay, I think we need to have a serious conversation now. Um. No, all jokes aside, this guy ordered a PS4 controller on Amazon, but didn't look at the source of what he was buying. Um, he bought a, he literally bought a bootleg controller, and that's kind of your fault, dude. Like they, they sell bootleg controllers everywhere. You just gotta keep your eyes peeled. And let's face it, you bought it off Amazon. Amazon is an American company that sold that to you, so you just gotta, you gotta own up to what you did. You messed up, bro. Um. Take a look at take a look at the 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 people that the manufacturer the company that's providing it before you buy it on Amazon. That that's a lesson for everyone, and own up to your decisions. You messed up. Check if Amazon had a return policy. He could have just returned it and gotten a new one. But um, you can't really uh, I guess I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess he just didn't know about games. Um, and. You know what? I think the way the situation would have went down, he probably would have bought a Mad, Mad Cat's controller and thought that it was fine too. Uh, well, that that there's that. Thought you guys should know that. Now let's continue. Um, this is kind of weird news. Um, there was a patent from Sony for an autonomous sympathetic gaming buddy that reacts to players' gameplay while next to you. That's right. Um, Sony released a patent or issued a pen, filed a pen, where they're going to create some sort of companion that'll sit next to you and will kind of play along with you. Um, it looks like a fluffy cloud, it has feet and arms, and it can also supposedly actually come to your couch, sit down on the couch next to you, and play as long uh, along with you. Um, it can also detect your heart rate and how much you're sweating. What the heck, Sony? Um, now that we're talking about AI and taking over the world and Elon Musk carrying the world when it comes to being careful about AI, 
and deep learning and all that stuff. Thanks. Thanks, Sony. Um, I don't know, guys. What do you guys think about this? Um, most patents, not, nothing, you know, most patents, nothing comes out of them. Um, we all saw those patents that Nintendo released where they had a controller that had a touchscreen on it. And nothing really came out of that. So, hey, the fact that they're even thinking about this seems pretty insane. Um, again, it's... A, a, I, I feel like I have to read it one more time. I mean, it's just a gaming buddy, a fluffy, cloud-looking gaming buddy with feet and arms that's going to sit next to you, read your emotions, and then, like, react to it somehow. Um, it's also supposed to be like a player, too. So, let's see what, what the heck comes out of that. That was weird, Sony. Um... Sony's also strategizing to release um, the least amount of consoles it's ever produced with the upcoming PS5. Um, you know what that means? That means if you want a PS5, you better pre-order it or you better get it day one because it seems like it's going to sell out quickly. Well, why are they planning this strategy? Well, they're planning it this way because they believe that um, because of the high specs of the machine, it's going to drive up the price of the console pretty high and limit the amount of people buying it. Um, the price is supposedly going to be around $499 and $549, so about $500 to $550. And, I mean, I don't I don't know what to say. Um, right now, we're going into a new wave of console wars is what it looks like. And it looks like Xbox is ahead at the time being. Um, Xbox is uh, releasing these crazy specs for their machine, while PS4, when they seem to be lagging behind or ps5 i'm sorry seems to be lagging behind um we can only tell once these machines are released but if they're both going for about the same price point and the xbox clearly blows it out of water out of the water then um we know who's going to be the winner um this might be actually a way for them to hedge their bets where they think they know that the xbox is going to hit the ground running and they might outpace them so they're going to limit their liability in printing or creating so many consoles, manufacturing so many consoles, and take less of a loss on unsold units. Which, let's be honest, with the PS5, I doubt that's going to be a problem. Even with a $500 price tag, uh, I think people are going to be fine uh, paying that much money for a new console. Now, um, I want to go into some tech news. And, well, when I say tech news, it's just general, like, gamer news, nerd news, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. Now, I want to talk about how the production of the Pokemon anime has been put on hold. Um, so this stuff is not only affecting the gaming industry, but the animation industry. And I know a lot of people that like video games also dip their toes in anime. And this is definitely going to affect us in, uh, for sure, which is why I want to let you guys know. Now, TV Tokyo, the Japanese network which broadcast the uh, Pokemon in Japan, has been updated had updated its schedule and it removed planned episodes that were going to plan to be released and put reruns instead according to Cerebi. Um now it's unclear when the new episodes are going to start um at, or how this is going to impact the western market for anime but um there's definitely something going on there. Um and the last piece of news really is uh Cuphead is going to celebrate it's one year on Nintendo Switch, and it's going to have a special anniversary sale. Um, that anniversary sale means that it's going to be 25% off until April 25th. Um, go ahead and check out Cuphead. It's definitely one of my favorite games when it came out. Um, I played it on, on the Xbox, and I had a blast playing it. Absolutely. I had, had a ton of fun. Um, GTA 6 is to be confirmed now by Rockstar Games. Um, 
to be in the early stages of development. So we know we're going to get a GTA 6. How long that's going to last, we don't know. I mean, how many years did it take for GTA 5 to be uh, completely developed? It could take four or five years. So we might not see a GTA for 2024, 2025, uh, GTA 6. So um, let's keep our eyes peeled for that. It's definitely going to be a game breaker or an gonna it's gonna make waves definitely gonna make waves when it comes out it's uh, you guys never disappoint with your games so uh definitely looking forward to that and of course i'm not gonna leave you guys hanging with one without leaving you with one piece of good news uh, that i read today and the piece of good news that we are going to be going over is that dogs now are being trained to sniff people that have covid19 this sounds insane now before you guys say well no this is impossible um let me just go ahead and, and let you guys uh, listen to the quote yourself, and then you, you make an opinion on it. So, um, the aim is that dogs will be able to screen anyone, including those who are asymptomatic, and tell us whether they need to be tested. This would be fast, effective, and non-invasive, and make sure the limited NHS testing resources are only used where they are really needed. Um, we know that other respiratory diseases like COVID-19 change our body odor, so there are a very high chance that dogs will be able to detect it. This new diagnostic tool could revolutionize our response to COVID-19 in the short term, but particularly in the, non in the months to come, and, would, and could be profoundly impactful. Jeez Louise, guys, we're getting dogs to be able to hunt this thing down, and you know what? That should definitely uplift us a little bit more. Uh, to see our, our best friends being able to do something about it and join the join the fight with us. Um, hopefully something good comes out of this. Something definitive can, can definitely uh, help and we can get more people to safety and more people to health. Um, that being said, I know we're about five minutes uh, a little bit too early because we didn't have any Microsoft news and each segment takes about five minutes. Next time I might uh, just talk about what the games that I'm playing and uh, maybe review some of the games that I've been playing as well, just so that we have more things to, to talk about and more things to keep us busy. And you best believe that I'll still give you guys the good news for the day. Um, thank you for listening. This has been episode six of the Cameras Basin podcast. And uh, let's keep it going. Thanks. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.